0: of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work they love, and create actual, real relationships. I am Ramsey Personality, Rachel Cruz, hosting today with fellow Ramsey Personality and best-selling author, Dr. John Deloney. So give us a call. It's a free call anywhere in the country at 888-825-5225. And we're gonna go straight to the phones this hour. And Stan in Albany is up first. Hey, Stan, welcome to the show.
1: Hey guys, how you doing?
0: We're doing well. Thanks for asking. How can we help?
1: Uh, Yeah, first want to give a shout out to my brother-in-law for introducing me to Money Makeover. It's changing my life. Um, I'm on Baby Step Two. I'll be able to pay off all my debts and complete Baby Step Three. My six-month fund by the end of December, 2023. Thanks. Uh, I'm married just over a year, have a three month old. Uh, I'm working full time, have two other part time jobs.
2: Hey, hold up. Hold up uh, real quick. You just said yeah. uh, we're, we're hyper um, attentive to sp- specific trigger words. And here's one of them. You said yeah. you're working hard to pay off your debts. And then you said you're married is yeah, uh
1: i I'm, the, I'm i'm gonna get into it but i'm the sole financial provider for the household
2: okay okay uh
1: my wife works but she uh that's something we're not really on the same page about just yet
2: i know we're married already and we didn't really figure that part out yet hold on hold on so she works and she keeps all of her paycheck yes
0: and you're paying all the bills and everything for your for yeah.
1: Well, until we figure things out, I told her that I'm not willing to pay for her student loans that she brought into the relationship and her auto loan. Those are pretty much the only debts that I know of that she has. I don't know how much they are, really. How long have you been married? Uh, a year and three, four months.
0: Okay. But I just, I'm, I'm, I want to clarify this, stand though, that do you pay for for your family's life, though? Like, it's not like... Because for some couples that have separate finances, you know, some pay the utility and the cable and the food and the no, other no, pays no. the mortgage I, I, and all I that.
1: Provide you, I provide everything. I provide everything. Okay. Yeah, and it's... Yeah, and I'm going to kind of get into okay, a little going. bit Yeah, we'll let,
0: you, we'll let you keep talking.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm working full-time. Okay. I have two other part-time jobs that I'm working. Um, my average take-home after taxes is like 8300 to 8700 a month. Okay. Um, I mean, again, I'm acting as a sole financial provider for the household. Um, I currently live in, well, we currently live in a paid for two bedroom, one and a half bath townhome, uh, the rent and the utilities are paid for, like it doesn't come out of my pay. So the 83, the 8,700, that's what I truly take home each day. Who pays for that? Each month. Uh, so that's part of my full-time job management agreement for the property. I manage the property and it's part of my agreement with them. Okay. Uh, my compensation, okay. uh, which is, which is a big plus. Yeah. So that's what kind of leads me into, I know we got to talk about the marriage and finances, but my big question that I called about here was how long can I really stretch this out? I mean, given how advantageous of a situation that I have, uh, I have the ability to update the unit with a finished basement, uh, a full bath to meet our needs as we grow as a family, as we have another child. Uh, and if I could, I mean, if it was up to me I'd live here forever. You know What work, what situation. work
2: are you doing? For, are you working for like an HOA? What work are you doing? No, 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 I'm a real estate manager. For like a like a real estate company and this is they just give you one of these their homes. Yeah, uh, it, it's a family company. I'm
1: self-employed.
2: I mean I I'm employed by the
1: company. I have my own company as well.
2: So your mom and my dad own the company. Uh
1: different family members. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. So your so yeah. your big question is what? Stated again.
1: So, so I mean, it's an ideal situation. Mm-hmm. I want to, if I could, I would stay here forever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a more than ideal situation for maximizing what I can throw at building wealth, retirement, college fund, etc. Okay. I really want to know, like, how long can I really stretch this out for? Um, I guess. The
0: living situation. I mean. Yeah. It's- I mean, to answer that question, Stan, I mean, you can stretch it out as as long as you as long as you want. I mean, we talk to people that are in New York City and they're in a two bedroom with (laughs) three kids. And you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you can you can do that as as long as possible, because uh, it sounds like from the living situation, if everything's good with the family and it sounds like it's part of your management agreement, all of that. That all makes sense uh, to me.
2: Rachel, would you finish out? Would you put a bunch of money in a house that you don't have any equity in?
0: To finish out the basement mm-hmm. and all that? Uh, yeah, it'll it'll all to, it.
2: No, I, it, nothing would come out of my pocket.
1: Uh, the house is like brand new. It's a brand new townhome. Uh, and yeah, if I did the upgrade to finish the basement, uh, put another full bath in the basement, and then the second bedroom, put a full bath in there. And the business I mean, will pay it for that? would come out of my pocket.
2: Okay. The business pays for so, it. Yes, and the business is
0: paying for agreement. where you guys live now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So the 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 reason you're calling and asking this question means that either you or your one foot in, one foot out spouse doesn't want to live there much longer. Probably her. Is um. That-
1: no, I mean she hasn't said like how much longer. Uh, I think the one foot one foot out is more so in relation to again the finances. Yeah. Uh, I mean she chooses when she wants to contribute. I said I don't know. That's not kind of how I want to live. I mean, you're either all in or not. I mean, I've only been listening to you guys for a month here, but I mean, mm-hmm. I'm hooked, and the yeah. books changed my life. And,
0: yeah, and to give her, uh, you know, to give her a little credit stand. I mean, you know, he, you know, you just came in one day and was like, "I'm learning all this new stuff. Let's get get on board and let's do it." Like she probably is a little whiplashed of like, "Whoa, this isn't the guy that I well, married. This there, isn't."
2: There's the get out of debt whiplash, but there's not the I'm going to work and I keep all of mine. You pay for everything in the house. That's not whiplash.
0: No, but it is if that's how they've been functioning for a year and a half of marriage, and then last month he comes in and she's like, "Whoa, why are you changing everything?" So she's probably like, "What's going on?"
2: Yeah, and and they should so, have had this conversation before they got married.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. I know, hundred yeah. percent, ideally. But how much does she make, Stan?
1: Uh, she's a pharmacist, so I think she makes she makes probably over
2: a hundred thousand.
0: Oh wait, so, and you don't even know really, really what know. she makes, though, huh?
1: No.
2: Yeah. No. And you will you is. Y'all, y'all, you said you had a kid together? Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, three-month-old.
0: Okay. Um, oh, okay.
1: Man. I mean, we're going to therapy. We started going to therapy. Yeah, that's but, great. I think I that's mean, great. We, we had problems that started because of... I believe uh, it. We're not clear on finances
0: between the Yeah, I believe it. Absolutely. Okay, mm-hmm. so from the house standpoint, I would say I would... I would Follow the baby steps. So I would get out of debt Like you said You're going to At the end of the summer Get a fully funded Emergency fund And then for you guys As a family It is a great step To go and Purchase a home On your own Have a good down payment All of that So that you're building The equity to your point John But relationally Stan That's a a much bigger
2: This marriage does not go very far unless y'all get on the same page ASAP.
0: So hold on the line and Austin's going to pick up. We're going to give you uh, a year of Financial Peace University and see if she will go through it with you so you guys can get on the same page. This is The Ramsey Show.
3: Simply safe.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I am Rachel Cruz, hosting today with Dr. John Deloney. And hey, you guys, if you have found the show recently or you've been a longtime listener, one of the best ways to spread the word beyond just us being out there on the airwaves and podcasts and all the things YouTube, uh, is for you to share the show. So if you love it, please tell your friends and family about it. This has been something that has really helped us get the word out more and more because we want to see people become financially free. We want to see people have healthier relationships. And more we want to see people love their jobs. More than
2: helping us it Helps your neighbor who's never heard of this. Yes. When you're sitting at home wondering, how do people get in all this credit card debt? It's because they, they, they literally don't know. Yep. They're just doing what they were told. And this helps when you, when you like it and share it, it kicks it up in the algorithms. And it just, it offers the show to more random people. Yep, that's right. right. It helps that's your right. neighbors out.
0: Exactly, that's it. So we want to see this message of hope that we talk about every day on the show to be out within your family, within your community and within your friends. So make sure to share the show again. That helps us out so, so much. All right. Up next we have, here we go.
2: Jean-Pierre, Jean-Pierre Pierre from Orlando.
0: Jean-Pierre from Orlando. Welcome
4: to the show. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. How are you? Thank you so much. Good. You guys did well. Jean-Pierre. 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 Oh, so close. So
0: close. Great name though. Uh,
4: Thank you, thank you. Uh, I was just calling because I'm a long-time listener. Love you guys. I I guess I have a question. I have, I'm currently a full-time graduate student and I I was working full-time up until the point when I started graduate school a year ago. So when I was working full-time prior to starting school, I was investing like in a 401k. I didn't have any debt, still don't have any debt thankfully. And uh, I guess I'm thinking now because everything you see is invest young because compound interest and whatnot and now that I'm not investing anything this I guess I can't help shake in the back of my mind am I hindering what I'm going to be able to do in the future as far as investment because I didn't continue investing during these years or I'm not in school yeah or so I'm in school I should say yep
0: yeah, it's a great question because there is very much this urgency type of you know wording that people use when it comes to investing because because mathematically it is true right when you look at the math you're like oh my gosh like yeah the earlier you start the better off you're going to be but you because how, how old are you
4: I'm 27
0: 27 okay and how much longer is grad school I have two more years okay so you won't start really probably picking back up investing until 29 30 years old yes that's right yep and from that point on you're going to be fine.
2: You're good, brother.
0: You are You are totally fine. What you're doing right now, honestly, is the smartest thing. Because if you're ever doing something big like higher education, if you're in school, uh, we always say, hey pause save up cash and make sure that you can get through it debt free because a lot of life can be thrown at you in this and we don't want you taking out student loans and all of it so so what you're doing now is what we would say quote unquote investing in yourself
2: right yeah you're uh, part of your portfolio
0: yep so that's right.
2: instead of dumping it into 401 you're just dumping it into Jean-Pierre
0: yep and so and that's that's the wisest thing to do honestly for the present and then when you get out and you start working and you have no debt you have cash saved up for an emergency fund you can press play and invest 15% of your income into retirement and you are going to be just fine. Trust me. We- and,
2: and this isn't even math. I did the exact same thing you're talking about. On, actually on several occasions. So you're good to go. We're, we're, me and my wife are doing fine.
4: That's super good to hear. I, I appreciate that perspective from both of
2: you. Yep, yeah, absolutely. you're good, man. I, the fact that you're even asking this question and thinking about it, that tells mm-hmm. me you're going to be all right. Yep. Um, I'm, congratulations, ma'am.
0: I know. I do love the calls. And we'll even get some teenagers, 18, 19 year olds in here and then the people in their twenties and they're like freaking out because yeah, they're doing this or they're trying to pay off debt. And they're like, well, what about retirement? And I'm like, thank you for even asking. Because I read a stat that it was something like how 75% of millennials won't have enough for retirement or something. It was something crazy uh, the other day. And the fact again, that you're asking these questions and you're aware to even do it, you're going to be fine. So thanks so much for the call. All right. Up next, we have uh, Braden in Memphis, Tennessee. Hey, Braden, Welcome to the show.
5: Hey, Rachel. Hey, John. How are you? How can we help? Question. I got a quick question for you. So I'm 22. My wife is 23. And we actually paid our house off about uh, eight months ago. Wow. So-
0: Congratulations.
5: Thank you. So we actually um, are thinking about selling it now. Um, We've got a pretty good bit of equity in it, and so it's been on the market. And now that we have several people interested in it, um, I'm kind of chickening out because we inherited some land on 100 acres. So we were planning on building, but now that everything just seems so unsteady, um, it's kind of scary to um, sell the house and go into this build because the plans that my wife has had drawn up, we're going to have to borrow about one hundred and twenty thousand. So my question to you is: Should I still sell this house, and is it okay for me to take this one hundred twenty thousand loan to build a, you know, a pretty nice house?
0: Sure. Okay. So how much is the house worth?
5: How much is the current the current, house, the current house?
0: Yeah, the house that you would sell.
5: Uh, Two seventy.
0: Two seventy. Okay. And how much do you guys make a year?
5: Um, we're making about one twenty.
0: One twenty. Good for you guys. Um. I mean, yeah. When it comes to, especially right now, building a home, I would get multiple bids, talk to multiple builders, um, because people the pricing in it is going to vary greatly. Obviously, depending on probably their work and customization, but also the materials they use, all of it. So, I would go and and definitely bid out and making sure that you get you're getting the price that you want. And yeah, I'm I'm fine with you selling and taking out. Taking out a small loan to be able to do this But I would still follow what we talk about here at Ramsey um, That when it You'll get the building loan And then when it turns into your your monthly mortgage payment Making sure that it is Still less than 25% of your take home pay And that you guys have cash set aside For an emergency fund That you're still walking the baby steps in this process
5: Can yeah, I, give you- I have about I have about 105000 saved up um, So we're, we're going to be throwing that With the two seventy, So it's going to be more like um, you know, around a half a million dollars is what we'll be building for. Okay. Um, so after I set back, I guess twenty five for emergency fund. Um, the thing is that mainly scares me is that being on that um, variable rate for construction loan, you just kind of don't know what's going to happen in the process of building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me and let me so give you. I to give you an alternative
2: that. vision, Br- Braden. Um, w- y'all paid your house off eight months ago. So the first the first month after you pay that off, it's kind of weird, and the second month you just go kind of go crazy. The third, fourth, fifth month, how has that felt? Oh, it's it's been awesome. Like you have no bills, right? Yeah, no bills. So, what I have found in my life, um, the couple of times I've thought, I'm just going to go. How much do I qualify? And then when they tell me how much I qualify, then I start looking for houses in that that general vicinity. Right before I was uh, like all in on the Ramsey plan. I spent way more. I had projected in my house to spend way more for a house than I would have if I had X amount of dollars to go spend on a thing. And so you have drawn up plans for a six for a five hundred thousand dollar house. You've you've got cash, you got equity, you're gonna have all this money. Man, when they come to you and show you what they could do with the front yard mm-hmm. and with the pool, that that hundred twenty thousand can go to three hundred thousand without even without you even sneezing. Yeah. There's something different about what if you and your wife said, we want to do this. We inherited the land. The land's not going anywhere. Construction rates are a mess. The, the, everything's up and down and sideways. What if we pretended we were in baby step two again and we saved up $120,000 over the next two years and we walked in with this much dollars to spend?
0: And it gave us absolute
2: yeah. I'm, this absolute feeling. I'm it. telling you right now, your anxiety is going to be way, way lower because you've got a, here's how much we can spend. And contractor um, who's going to be needing work. Here's how much we got for you, and um, then you're going to be able to walk into a new place debt free. Is, that, is that, you see yeah. what I'm saying? Because it, it there's no because sure. there's no rush. Sure. There's no rush. And you yeah. guys are
0: still young. It's not like oh my gosh, we got we're going to retire and have to pull money out. You know, there's not any of that conversation going on. Um, so yeah, even if you guys just pause for two, three, four years with your income, John's right. You could save it up, and then you have this uh absolute figure in your head where it doesn't start to creep up because with it building creeps. house it or creeps, yeah. renovations it creeps. So uh thanks so much for the call Braden. This is the Ramsey show.
3: You've been gazelle intense, you've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed, and now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. So one of the, I don't know, pros or cons of living in 2023 with social media is you see everything. You see all different types of advice and I know I'm an old man, but I sure missed the days when
2: I just didn't know what was going on.
0: I know. I know. But when it comes to money, I mean, relationships, God, John, there's like so much there all over for your line of work. But with money there, everyone feels like a financial expert these days and they all have like their little shortcut or like their thing that you need to do the hacks. Oh yeah. Figure it out. And it's, and it's, it feels like it's everywhere. So, uh, James, our producer came across this video. (laughs) We watched it and I was like, Yep, this is what's out there. So I haven't seen
2: it yet. So I'm looking. Let's to it.
0: address it. So James, I'll play it. Parents, instead of kicking your kids out at 18, keep them home until they're 25 and charge them $250 per month for rent. When they turn 25, give that money back to them. That would be almost $21,000. Then they can use that as a down payment for their future home. Trust me, your kids will thank you.
2: Just like Billy Madison. Everyone in the room is now dumber for what we've heard. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay, let me
0: start off on the positive note since I'm like
2: All right, be positive, positive penny you over are. here. I'm negative Nelly this week, so go ahead. The
0: idea, the motivation, the concept of, hey, help your kids save and Wonderful. let them have some money for a down payment. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely secretly doing it by forcing them to live at home and pay rent
2: <laughs> and then keeping a secret account that you're going to yeah
0: and then suddenly here it is no because no no on many reasons <laughs> <laughs> we're not mad at at, at grown adults i'm not I'll speak for me i'm not mad at grown adults living with their parents for a period of time if, I'm not there, either. if there is a life transition that is happening you've moved to the city where they are and you want to live there for a bit uh, what Whatever it is, right? There are reasons and, again, great reasons for adult children to move back home for a period of time. Right. And not for this nebulous, oh, I'm just saving money on rent. until so 25, seven I'm years. going to just keep going. Yeah, no, 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 no. For a period of time with an end date, very specific, all of it. Because there is such power when you're a young adult, when you're 22, 23, and you're having to figure out the world. There's just, I mean, there's something in that dignity. There's this idea that I have to now problem solve and I can't just, you know, fall back on my parents. And And those
2: lessons and skills that you learn through problem solving are what you lean on when you're 30 and 40 and 50 and and through the rest of your life. That's right. And so if you, it's like, um, I'm going to teach you how to do, to to bench press and I'm going to get under the bench press bar and I'm going to push it up for you. And then you help at the very end And then at the end, I'm going to tell you, clap for you, tell you how strong you are. (laughs) What you're robbing your kid of is um, strength. Yep. Like the the steps you have to take the day in and day out stuff. I mean, it's just, it's a long-term game. And I'm all for, I'm all for Rachel, not only going home for a season. That's great. Yeah. I'm also, if you're, have, have put yourself in a position, if you've gotten lucky in life, if you've taken care of your money and you've handled it well. I can think of no more awesome gift than at my kid's wedding to hand them a, a set of keys or to say, I, I got you a house for, like, for for your wedding or whatever. That's yeah. not, or your down payment for your home. I, like, I would yes. love to do that. It'd yeah. Yeah. be amazing to yeah. be in that position to do that, but I'm not going to trick you. That's right. And I'm not going to like reverse, you know, you live with me for seven years till you're 25 <laughs> and then I'm going to sneak 20,000 back. That just, come on. That yep. just doesn't
0: work. I know. So again, the concept of helping your kids understand money and letting them save all of it. Yes, we are all for that. But I mean, it's see, kind of the secrecy it, or the trickery or the like, and, and they're not even and to your point. I'm like, they're not learning to save. They think they're paying rent. So then when they go off on their own at 25, they have no like ability to know how to delay gratification because they what, haven't been doing that. I'd rather so. sit
2: down and, and teach them how investing works. And if they wake up at 25 and they've chosen not to put $250 in an account, yeah. Um, then that's the choice they've made.
0: That's right. That's right. And there is such a fine line with enabling. Oh,
5: yeah. We talk about it all the time.
0: And a blessing, right? Mm -hmm. Because like you said, I'm like, yeah, if you have the ability and your kids are at a place where you feel like, yeah, emotionally they can handle it, it's not going to damage them to do something crazy, like buy them their first house or a down payment on their first house. Like, right, like you could do stuff. And we talk about changing our family traits, that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. because if you're, you if you don't ever have a mortgage and you invest your mortgage payment what would have been
3: you're changing your into great, accounts, great kids life Then yeah, that yeah. changes
0: their kids life i mean yeah. like yeah the, the ball keeps rolling which is amazing and that's part of the freedom we want that money isn't this thing that is so burdensome burden,
2: burdensome yeah burdensome yeah.
0: in our in Neither our is lives talking, yeah and but again so what's the balance of that john versus it bleeding over into I don't even want to say entitlement it's more enabling. Well,
2: this is an unpopular sentiment and and we we do it innately but then when the 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 higher the stakes get the more dramatic we get about it. I, one of my kids I got two. One of my kids I can say, "Hey, do you want some ice cream?" and they'll be like, "Yeah, that'd be awesome." And I can give them one scoop and they're like, "Yes." If I give one of my other my other kid like, "Hey, you want some ice cream?" I will find them digging through the the mini marshmallows at 2 a.m. Like, right. (laughs) And so one kid introducing sugar in in a, in a, in a certain context is enabling. I'm making a bigger mess. One of my kids can handle it. So, I think enabling the balance is, have I trained you and taught you? And have you demonstrated the character to handle what I'm about to, the, the gift slash burden I'm about to hand you? Because it's both. Yeah. Can you handle this? And if you can't, I love, I love you enough to not do that, right? And so it's super fun to give something as a parent. It's not fun to withhold, but the right thing to do is you're not ready for this, um, then I'm not going to do that.
0: Okay. So let's talk about like a realistic situation. Mm-hmm. If there is a parent out there and they're like yeah i have two grown kids one can handle it one can't do you s- give one like I mean, in this extreme example yeah. a house like let's just go extreme do you give one a house and one not i well, mean like, the way
2: i would frame that was since they were little i would say um you are making choices and if you choose this and this and this then you're choosing to enter into this right yeah and often parents will say like if you talk that way in this house you're out of here i'm not going to weaponize my relationship with my kids in that way what i will tell my kids is if you choose to be disrespectful to mom you're choosing to leave and the house doesn't work well when you choose that similarly if i have an adult child who is the same as we tell people from california yeah but houses just cost this much Math is still the same, right. and so my adult responsibilities are still the same, no matter how hard the conversation is. If I have an adult child who I have to look at and say, you've made these choices, I so therefore you've opted out of this blessing I was going to put in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not going to hold that I, I took this from you. I didn't get... No, you chose, you opted out. And you're an adult and you get to do that. Yep. Like, this is where we found ourselves. Yeah. Right? Yep. Now, if I'm going to use it for a, like, you're coming to all my Christmases or whatever, th- <laughs> then you're doing the, it for, yes. that's, a, that's a power move. And that's a whole other pathology, right?
0: A whole, yes. A whole other thing there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think that that balance is one that I think a lot of parents ask mm-hmm. and want to know as you start to raise your kids. And it's like, yeah, how do I... How do I give them blessings? And we even talk about this in our house. And we have little ones, seven, five, and three. But it's like, there's a point that, yeah, we want to enjoy our lives and go to Disney World or whatever the thing is and have fun. But also, there's a a normalcy that we want to create that's not that. That's right. not so Disney I, World
2: I think somebody, all the time. That there's, I think of somebody like, um, let's take LeBron James, whose son is an outstanding basketball player, mm-hmm. or one of his sons is because lebron james is so good at basketball and in 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 the nba it doesn't give his kid a pass on on learning all the drills right and so there may be better coaches there may be better access all that's great his son's still got to do the hard work and so if i am in a different financial position i've got more money than my parents did when i was raised great the lessons that my kids have to experience and learn stay the same.
0: Throughout right? it, yes. It's still consistent yeah. because they're still going to be off on their own and life right. is going to right. be there whether you like it or not. And so training them and building that up in them so that they can survive the world is what's key. So, so good, John. So, so good. This is The Ramsey Show. All right, so a lot of you have questions about taxes and we get it because taxes are confusing. And to help you better understand how to handle them, let's unpack a question from one of our listeners. Our kids are in college and have part-time jobs. Can we still claim them as dependents if they're filing their own tax returns? So yes, you can usually claim your college students as dependents on your tax return, even if they're filing their own tax return. So you need to check a couple of boxes first. So number one, they must be a full-time student and they need to indicate on their return that they are being claimed as a dependent on someone else's taxes. Number two, they must be under age 24 at the end of the tax year. Number three, they must live with you for more than half of the year. Being away at school doesn't count against this requirement. Number four, they must file single, not jointly. And number five, you must provide more than 50% of their financial support for expenses like housing, food, clothes, education, medical care, all of that. So if you are confident about filing your own taxes, then head to RamseySolutions.com slash tax. There you'll find Ramsey Smart Tax with low upfront pricing and no hidden fees. Or you can connect with a Ramsey Trusted Tax Pro like one of our endorsed local providers. Again, that's all at RamseySolutions.com slash tax. Up next, we have Billy in Orlando. Hey, Billy, welcome to the show.
6: Thank you. Absolutely. How can we help? So, well, um, so I got um, some life insurance when my husband passed back in June of 22. Mm, I'm sorry. Mm. And yeah, so I paid off all my debt except my house. And um, I'm, uh, I also am um, eligible to get some pension money from him when he was in the union. Okay. And so. So um, I am still working, but my income is like 2800 dollars a month, and my house payment is thirteen fifty. So I haven't paid that off. So I still have like two hundred seventy eight thousand dollars. I'm just wondering, should I pay off my house um, since it's like half of my income? My house yeah. payment is, and um, also on the pension, I'm trying. I'm deciding. I have a couple options whether they want to give me a monthly payment for the rest of my life or um, a payment every month for 60 months Um, and then that's it so I'm just trying to decide what to do especially about the house and what I should do with the pension
0: yeah absolutely so you have two hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars left of the inheritance that you got yes okay and how much is that how much is left on the house
6: uh, a 195. okay yeah
0: and how old are you Billy 65 65 okay and you're working so you're making around 30 35,000 a year um and the pension I'm how making much is like 67 a year 67 a year oh yes oh I'm yeah. so sorry yeah yeah, yes 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 um and the, how much is the
6: pension? The pension, if I take the sixty months of payments of twenty nine hundred dollars, and I roll those payments into something, I don't pay any taxes on it, of course, till I take it out. But yeah. if I, ha- otherwise, I have they have to take twenty percent off the top.
0: Yes. And do you do you have any retirement? Do you have any savings yeah. on your own?
6: Okay, I have a four hundred one k it only has fifty thousand in it though. Fifty thousand. Okay. Um
2: are you in a job that you can continue to work on for the next five or six years? Yep. Okay.
6: Yeah. I work from home for a company in Alaska. Okay. Okay. Uh how much is the
0: house worth, Billy? About two well, I think it's valued like at two seventy. Two seventy, okay. Um so yeah, so I mean obviously you have the money. Um to be able to pay off one hundred ninety four thousand, and it would be done, and you can continue to work and put money away, and you'll get money from this pension um, and all of it. But I, I do want to ask the hard question, Billy: Is is the home um, something that you do want to you do want to keep? Do you see yourself ever maybe downsizing or moving to something else?
6: Um. I don't know. I like the community I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in a gated community, um, 55 and older. Okay. So, and I really, um, and it's only like five minutes down the road from my mom and dad who are in their 80s. Yep, yep. Okay, no, that's so, great.
0: I just I just wanted to ask because we do yeah. talk to some people, whether it's, you know, a, a relationship change, whether through a death or a divorce, and they have a big asset like a home, and they say, man, maybe I could for financial purposes, you know, downsize and do something different. But if that's not what you want to do right now, you're not, we're not in like these treacherous waters necessarily, um, where it feels like this is the only thing you would have to do. So that's not, that's not the case.
2: But it sounds like if, um, she paid her house off today. She'd have eighty thousand dollars left from the inheritance that she can mm-hmm. immediately roll in. So then she's got one hundred thirty grand, yep. and then she takes sixty months of these payments. The so suddenly, sense. overnight, she's got a couple hundred thousand dollars in, in retirement. In retirement,
0: that's right. That's and right. And you've
2: got absolutely zero risk, no liabilities. There's nobody coming to get your stuff because um, you don't have any payments in the world. How right. does that? If if you could yeah. just snap your fingers, you look up, and it's a couple years from now. You got a couple hundred thousand dollars in retirement. You got no bills. You're making sixty seven grand a year. You're not going to be rich, but it feels like you'd be safe. Does that set? Does that feel right?
6: Right, and then Social Security, I know, um, will be close to four grand a yeah. month. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah I,
5: if, I if you were my 70. mom,
2: I would tell you I have no risks and liability. So go ahead and pay your house off. Take the rest of that money, put that into retirement accounts, and. Um, Let's let's roll those same ones. Uh, the the pensions over as well.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Rolling those over and getting as much of a lump sum as possible, if that ends up co- becoming a an option for you, Billy, being able to do that and all of this, Billy. There's a there's a lot of nuts and bolts when it comes to looking at your entire financial picture. So I would recommend sitting down with one of our Smart Investor Pros just to look through and say, okay, here's my entire financial picture because at sixty five to be able to say, hey, yeah, for the next you know, 20, 30 years that I have left, what is it going to look like? What does my lifestyle need to look like? And being able to map out uh, the next couple of decades, I think will be really, really helpful. So if you stay on the line, Austin's going to pick up and help connect you uh, with someone there in Orlando. And that's, that's, al- that's always a helpful conversation, again, because they're going to be able to show multiple ways of what to do and run those numbers with very specific of what the market's doing currently. Uh, than we're able to do here on like a three four minute radio call. So uh, I'm sorry for your loss, Billy. but yep, yeah, uh, definitely we would we would recommend paying it off uh, just like John said, and continue to invest the rest of that inheritance though, uh, so that you are making interest off that money that you can start to live off of.
2: I also want to um, just applaud you, Billy. Um, if you were here in the studio, I'd, I'd give you a hug. I, I'm so proud of you for being still. Um, it's so hard when you get the lump sum of money like that. I feel like I got to do something with it. I got to do this thing. And we always tell folks, take six months, take a year just to be still. And that's what you've done. And now, um, you're never going to forget your husband is never going to not be painful, but the fog has lifted a little bit and you're moving forward. You're saying you're making plans for the next couple of decades and you, bought yourself a significant amount of peace just because you were still. And so congratulations And everybody out there who has a, a, a big loss in their life. Sometimes the most important thing to do and the hardest thing to do is to just sit still for a minute and just exhale for a minute and sit in it. And the time will come, time will come, time will come.
0: Yeah, and so that we, we I mean, what would you say even up to a year? Would you put a time frame? Yeah. That if something were to, if something big happens like a loss, a death, um and you get a big sum of money just to allow yourself to grieve and process what just happened without having to make big financial decisions the the
2: guy who was my the guy who trained me in crisis response dr young andy young he's a brilliant guy from texas um i also went to him when i had experienced loss, Mm -hmm. and his recommendation do nothing for nine months to a year so good don't change jobs don't change houses just sit just sit still so smart um, there's just a difference when the when the fog lifts
0: so good and hey you guys all those of you that are new listeners out there um, and you want to deep dive into the ramsey baby steps make sure to go to ramseysolutions.com and click on the get started button we're going to help you figure out what step you are on right now and where you can learn all the lingo and all the stuff that we talk about here on the show but it is really really helpful so again ramseysolutions.com and click that get started button for all you new listeners Thank you so much, John. Great hour. And thank you, America. This is The Ramsey Show.
2: Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.